What's up, people? What's up, people? What's up, people? Now, I'm just taking this time out of this great, magnificent episode of the Products of Public School Education podcast just to speak to my people who are interested in joining the podcasting space. I know there are a couple of questions that you all, that you guys want to know. Like, how do I edit? Is there a way to broadcast this live? How do I record an episode in general? And how do I get my show on all apps or as many apps as possible? Not only talking about Stitcher, not only talking about Google Podcasts, not only Apple Podcasts, but all of them in general. And the truth of the matter is, honestly, how do you make money? How do you make money as quickly as possible? And honestly, those other apps are great. I mean, especially Spotify. Some might even say Google Podcasts is a great one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might even frequent other podcasting platforms, but for the truth of the matter, there's only one podcasting platform that I trust to release my podcast on, and that's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, editing, and broadcasting your podcast, and it's 100% free. It's 100% free. All you have to do is make an account and get on it start it's ridiculously easy to use and ludicrously easy to use some might even say rem somebody somebody might even say i can't even think of another word that to describe how easy it is to use but stupendously easy to use that's a good one all right i'm gonna use that one and now anchor can match you with great sponsors sponsors for people who make not safe for work content Safe for work content, family oriented content, children oriented content, murder mystery content, horror content, or even just pure comedic content, and all of the above. They'll help curate your sponsors specifically for you. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to make money as fast as possible right away? Not even a couple episodes into the podcast and space, you can already be paired up with different sponsors and that's one of the things that I'm doing right now by reading you this ad so right now if you're interested in starting a podcast don't waste any more time it's all about consistency which is something over here you know we're proud of some public school education for a reason we ain't the best but we try to be but if you want to start a podcast go ahead and download the app right now or if you're on your desktop go to anchor.fm forward slash start this anchor dot fm forward slash start go man you know what's going on you feel like doing this well we might as well welcome to the might as well podcast episode two i'm your boy rooster how y'all doing man it's zo aka the artist what's good all right today our first topic is going to be plastic surgeons worrying about snapchat filters and what they do and the emotional effect they have on children is in, of this generation. Mm. What's your so, thoughts on that? So what, we going to do this like in the 90s, they compared how Miss America pages was banned for how for kids' self-esteem about having to keep up with beauty? Yeah, ain't nothing but that in a new, in a new form. Mm. Instead of trying to look like their favorite, favorite celebrities, they want to look more like a better version look, of they say. Yep, how they look with the Snapchat filter on, which doesn't make any sense. Because if you look at some of these Snapchat filters, they they outrageous. They can't make you 
have no chin. <laughs> if any of y'all use Snapchat, y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't use Snapchat, but I am aware of the Instagram filters. Oh, yeah. Basically the same ones. They'll look, have you looking like a human anime character, have the big eyes, small chin, and all that. First off, that shit is not attractive in real life. If you look like that, you look like a fucking alien. One. Two. Two, man. Why, why are we still stuck on this unobtainable form of beauty? Yeah, some people are blessed with it. Some people are not. But if you were not blessed with the beauty... And you were not blessed with any other qualities like brains, brawn, intelligence, ability to apply yourself in situations that you shouldn't be able to apply yourselves in. Then, bro, just focus on developing the inside of you. Because if you're ugly, you're just ugly. If you're unattractive, it can be fixed with surgery. But if you're ugly, ugliness is on the inside. Yeah, ugliness is definitely on the inside. It can be improved, but it can't. It, it can, can be, be erased. It can be improved, but it can't be erased. If you if you got a bad attitude, you can only choose to do so much with it, but eventually it's gonna come back. Yeah, eventually it's gonna come back. But man, I'm not really stressing out about this because only people that really have a problem with it is plastic surgeons. And the reason in the article that we read that they had a problem with it isn't the psychological effects, it's the fact that they don't have the technology to execute what these people want. Yeah. I don't want my I don't want a girl to look like an anime character. I really don't. Not only just think about how outrageous your idea wanna be that to where technology nowadays can't get you what you want. Obviously you don't need it if if, if we can't invent it yet. If we hadn't invented something like that, yeah, all the other type of plastic surgeries we can do, we can give people new completely different body parts and quick completely we different be- organs. I mean, come on now. If you can't if you can't achieve what you wanna do with plastic surgery, you might as well go ahead and leave that alone. Bro, we got bitches built like Barbies now. Full on. We got a it's a chick in what? Iceland that's built like a Barbie. For real. So if that's as far as we can go, if you we can't do what you want, you don't need it. Exactly. There go your range right there from regular you to Barbie. Somewhere in between there. But that's your extreme. Either you can look like Barbie or somewhere between several somewhere on that spectrum. That's all. That's all I'm giving you. I'm not. I'm not sympathetic. I understand wanting to look better, wanting to be a better person, but there's way better ways to go about it than surgery. Way better ways. Most most people, even when they ugly, they just need to take care of themselves, hold themselves to a higher standard, and they'll they'll at least put them on a place where regular people just take care of yourself, make sure you clean, wash your face, wash your face, and brush your teeth. Usually that's what most people need, but they just don't do it. If we being honest now, anyway, anyway, nature regulates this shit anyway. Yeah. If you born beautiful on the outside, odds are it's something about you that's ugly on the inside. <laughs> and if you born ugly on the outside, it's something beautiful about you on the inside. If you were born with both, you are the ultimate form of of gene manipulation, and God bless you. <laughs> if you were born with b- ugly on the inside and on the outside. You know, you should not reproduce. You, look, you are the ultimate <laughs> form of shit. You should not reproduce. That tells you something. Man, I ain't even gonna body shame people like that. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully you, you know what you, you know what you look like. Bro. Yeah, I ain't gotta tell you. Good. Hopefully, people can improve on whatever flaws they do have. But well, that's enough for that. You want to talk about um this new code Gios that's supposed to be coming out? Yeah, man. First off, y'all, I wasn't even aware of what Cold Geass was, and I apologize to anyone that's fans of Cold Geass, the series as a whole. 
But for all I, what I can say is it does look very impressive, and I recommend checking it out. But at first, I got to check out the series and know what's going on. Yeah, man, I've heard about Code Geass, but what really, what really caught my eye was is that most anime movies that come out nowadays, they're live action. This one is going to be an animated feature-length film, which has been it's been a couple that came out, but most of the time they're live action, like completely live action. And this one is going to be released in movie theaters in Japan as of right now, and it's going to be an animated movie, which I know they do in Japan all the time, but hopefully they bring it to America like what they did with Your Life. But yeah, that's that's what I think about. It. I think it's good that they keeping it animated. They keeping it animated without trying to bring it in to live action because most live action animes they they just can't do what you can do in the cartoon. That's that's really it. And if they do, and if they do bring to live action, most of the time they're gonna bring bring in a director that's live action, that's mostly live action, a live action director, and they don't have no idea of what the anime, or whatever it is that they're trying to do. That's a great segue into this. Do you really want bad CGI trying to make up for the animation you had when you was a kid? For real. For real. And on another note on that, the production value wouldn't be as good because you have to find actors, which once again, not to backtrack into the surgery, but do you really want to see a human made like an anime character? Like an anime character? Yeah. Once again, I'm not trying to harp on that, but it's Makes his it rears his ugly head again. Then you got the people who always have problem with trying, like when they recast somebody as black or some yes. other minority. When it is if you just keep animating, you ain't got you ain't got to worry about that. With, this- but me personally, I don't have a problem with them changing people to minorities. But for the people who always complain about it, but then you shouldn't be for live action adaptations because all it's going to do is bring in inclusion. Okay. So, basically, if you don't deviate from the source material, you get your cake and you eat it too. You get good storytelling, the voice that you grew up with, you don't have to recast anything, and you still get animation. And if if it's, you are a fan of the series, you're going to like it. Yeah. And even if you're new to it, you'll like the film adaptation, then you can just go back and watch the series. Yes. It's a win so, for everybody. Yeah, it's a win-win. I mean, the only thing that should be different is it should be just of a high quality of animation. Because, like, as you can tell, like, any any movie from my childhood, there's, like, yeah. like when you had, like, when you had Spongebob movie. Yeah. It was higher, it was high quality animation. Yes. But it was still Spongebob. Yeah. It was, it was visually different from... It was more distinguished. Yeah, it was more distinguished and clearer drawings or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, that's really all that we got to say about it. Oh yeah, for anyone that wants to know, we are connoisseurs in all things cartoons. All things cartoons, comics, anime, music. music. I'm definitely the music one. Zoli took the music too, but he only mostly covers like older, older R&B. Yeah. And... Any kind, of, any kind of hip-hop. Yeah, me, I listen to it all, except for country. Yes, country music is different, but oh well. What I listen mean? to, I'm also a heavy metal enthusiast. Me as well, me as well. Man, basically, bro, if it, if it can be played on the instrument, we'll listen to it. We'll give it a chance. Most definitely. Uh, Rooster got me in the funk recently. Oh, yeah. Thank funk. you for that, bro. Yeah. All right, so what we talking about next, bro? Um, coll- um, Collegiate Esports. Mm. 
how how smaller how smaller colleges can have more of a chance of being more competitive or being on the same playing field with bigger universities and private universities because you know that they're really the ones that have all the money anyway. The private universities and how like maybe a college that only has three. 3,500 students can be on the same tier Mm -hmm. as like a Harvard or something when it comes down to like esports athletics. Mm -hmm. What you think about this, though? Oh, man. Um, I have two two opinions on it. One is a good one, and one is I kind of, I'm getting pissed off about it. It's a good thing. Well, say it. Say it. It's the podcast, Aerial Grievances. Oh, man. Rooster, why did you hear me a live mic, bro? First off, I'm happy that somebody is finally giving the nerdy kid that likes playing video games and really don't really love school in that capacity, but you love competition, that you ain't good at sports. You're giving him away in the college. Well, I still have to go to school. I, I guarantee yeah. you they're going to be the thing. Of course. but Just like with any, just like with any other uh, athlete, they'll be like, you're technically a student athlete, so you got to have good grades, which I don't care. Yeah. Which I don't care about. There's more people for me. It's like more people getting education, more people getting the education, and more people not leaving out of college in the hole in debt. Look, see, you get degrees. Yeah, one and two. And two, my other opinion, I don't like the way the college trying to justify it by making it sound like this gonna change the world or something. It's changing the world, but not in the class that they think. Because you talk about an article that stated a specific fact. Yeah. That more college athletes graduate college than regular students, which is true, but it's also bullshit. Because the student athlete, you have way more options. You have a name, you have a ring associated with playing a sport. Depending on what college you went to. Depends on what college. Depending on and what if college. That college was good. Yeah, because if you went to a trash college, brother, yeah. all you can rely on is your name and your hometown, which is still a valuable way of making money. Yeah. You still, you still can go get something, especially if you have a degree. Well, let's but talk. What they were, I think what an article was talking about then was that most students, when they get in college and they don't have like any type of free ride, even like with kids who just going there and their parents paying for it, maybe yes. college might get too hard, maybe the expenses might get to where it's too much. Yes. Whereas I, I see what you're saying. It, I see what you're saying too. But it's not the only problem I have with that article is that it's not not just regular athletes who have a guaranteed yes. way out, too, because you also have people who had academic scholarships and all that. But it might be people who just got into college and really, that might be, like me, might right. be when they really started taking school seriously, which I ain't got no problem with because my grade is still, on, still A1. My grade, I'm a B-plus student. I'm an A-plus artist. I will never claim to be a great student because I don't like listening to stupid, stupidity. But uh, man, my other grievances with this is, the way they painted it as you you were guaranteed to graduate if you compete in esports. It's like they're not advertising esports, they're advertising colleges that promote esports. Yeah. This feels like more of a publicity publicity stunt than a genuine attempt to help. And to help, I, to help any to help anyone really. It feels like I mean this school ain't nothing but business. I give I give what you're trying to say, but they all at the end of the day, we talking about schools. Doing it. We ain't talking about individuals doing that. Individuals to do it all day, but we talking about as far as like the initial article was just on schools being a smaller schools, like maybe a community college, 
Now, when you have a son where community college can be on the same same tier as a uh, Harvard, now you're talking I'm about something. That's, that's all the article was talking about. But I get what you're saying with all the like other academics and stuff, but they bring more politics. Okay. We can say this stuff for another day. Yeah. But I like the fact that, like, at least for the time being, that small that a small college can be on a tier with like a Harvard or with like a MIT or something as far as like the esports athletics goes. Because mm-hmm. it's not really much of a difference. The same PC that a community college can get for like fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars would be just as good. It might be slightly lesser, depending depending on what software has just come out. It might have maybe a little little older software, software that might just bre- might just have just left the market, but still be uh, pretty good. And then the MITs might have the mm-hmm. state of the art, but I mean state of the art. They invent software, bro. Yeah, state 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 of the art, state of the art. <laughs> hey, think about those state of the art different from like. State of the art is different from the cream of the crop when you come to like picking football players and all that. State yeah. of the art, yeah, it's the same thing, but they have regulations to esports already though, so it can't be too much faster than your opponents. Mm. Maybe you might have a better display, yeah. better display, maybe a better mouse, but for the most part, that'll be it. Oh, okay. What Rooster said is very valid, very well thought out. I remember you, my brother. I appreciate that. What? To wrap this up from my point of view, because I really don't want to talk about this no more, it's it's a good thing, but like talking about esports in general, or the article that we read, esports in general is a good thing. The article that you, we read, it could have it couldn't have been written any better, but I feel like it's just it's missing something. It's missing a a humanity quality. To be granted, we didn't read the whole article. We yeah. read we, we didn't read the whole article but we read the we read the main points. Yes. And I feel like I feel like the way they tried to paint it is this is gonna increase graduation rates in college is crap. Cause I believe I believe it could though. I believe you it think could. So? Yeah, because they they still gonna give them some type of scholarship. Yeah. And that's really why people drop out of school. Because you can't pay for it. Yeah. It should it should increase it a little bit, for, but for the people who just don't like school, oh nah, nah. But as far as like when athlete, I see what you're saying because athletes, oh yeah, even though they don't like school, then they can they still can get by with stuff. They 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 still can get by with just like going say telling themselves I'm gonna keep going to school that way. I can just make it to the league or whatnot. Whereas with the esports, you might you can you can drop out of school and just go and play esports professionally with with but with football or. Uh, Basketball or baseball, you can't really do that. So I see what your point is. And another thing with this, we talk about constantly. Me and you talked about this before. If you're an athlete, the smart thing to do is go in accounting and business. With esports, what can you go into after esports? What 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 can degree can you get? Can you do computer program? But everybody isn't skilled with computers. You can do visual art, art and graphic design. Everyone can't draw. Everyone can't make unique concepts. With sports, you at least get a name, or you are you get a name with esports. You get a name with e-sports. is that name marketable as a sport, as a sports, as sporting, as, as, as athletics as a whole? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you think so? with esports, definitely. You sure? Yes, they have esports celebrities. They have big name esports people who are. The, 
in the esports community are on the same tier with like LeBron James. Yeah. Okay then. Well, so they leave if, hey. they, if they go to a good college. They can be more power to you. Yeah, they LeBron. They'll have, they'll have them speculate just like they do any other draft pick. They be like, he's LeBron James, a league of legends. He coming out. Which team will pick him? And stuff like that. Financial wise or status wise? Status wise and finances wise. Oh, uh, okay then. Well, well, they sign. They sign contracts, bro. You got. Yeah. You got to get on this esports game. Man, look. Um. But all I'm saying is, bro, if you are thinking about competing in esports, err on the side of caution. Because everybody that's what everything though. But yeah, err on the side of caution. Because in in basketball, it's only one LeBron James. In yeah. football, it's only one Tom Brady. Yeah. Everybody ain't destined to be a billionaire. Know your role and just stay safe, man. Protect your investment. Well, next, the next topic is about the new Call of Duty trailer that dropped during Comic-Con. I know it's kind of late, but we're going to talk about it anyway because yeah. we both love Black Ops. Yes, we did. We used to. Yeah, we used to. Until, until the jetpacks. Yeah, until the jetpacks. I'm not even going to try to make it seem like the PS4 and the Xbox One's production issues, the Pro, the, the One X, all that crap. No, it's the jetpacks. You get annoyed at playing with somebody and you try to shoot them and they fly away. Yeah. It's annoying. You know it. I know it. Real, real. And to add to that, the jetpacks were part of the problem because all that flying and stuff, that's hard on PC. Well, not on the PC, but on like a regular Xbox One GPU or something. It's a date back to the earlier podcast, which was yesterday. Everyone doesn't have 600 to drop on a PC to play the new games. We play the games at their best. Most no one definitely. And no one wants to buy a PS4 Pro to run, to run the game that should be made to fit to accommodate both systems smoothly. Yeah. No one wants to do this. Yeah. With this game, I know like a lot of PC players are going to dominate. Are, are going to dominate. But with a game like this, it looks like they're mostly going to have them staying grounded with the addition of like, maybe a couple of equipments here and there, but nothing that will like, really keep them up. Like Nothing that will really change, move the, move the gameplay to, to the earth. I saw in the trailer that it was like a grappling hook that made that prepared him forward, but that mm-hmm. was only for a little bit. And probably more than likely that grappling hook is probably only has a certain amount of times you can use it during the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it'll with a game like that, I think it'll be less less strain on your Xbox One uh just your game whatever you play play on in general, like whatever platform you play on. I think maybe sixty sixty FPS at seven twenty. That's pretty good for for like this. If that's good, if that's good enough for Battlefield, it should be good enough for this game. It looks like. And if any of you guys out there are avid gamers, can y'all tell us in the trailer did they use capture game footage or was it manipulated? Because some of the bomb physics look kind of fishy to me. I don't know if Rooster peeped it, but I did. Yeah, it looked kind of fishy to me because you know if they're gonna have a trail on the bomb where it bounced. In the game, wouldn't that mess up frame your frame rate? Oh no, they had bouncing mechanics in the other game. Okay, I I I, 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 can, I don't even I don't think it, I don't think it's uh I don't think it's gameplay because now that I look at it, they zoomed in on the bounce too much on the, yeah on the older ones like on the recent ones like on Black Ops Three they had uh bouncing features but yeah it couldn't have been it couldn't have been gameplay because how they zoomed in on the bouncing features like they were trying to show it to people who haven't really yeah. played it like you who haven't really played the recent. Mm-hmm. Recent uh, Call of Duties like that, trying to be like, oh, they got bouncing features now. But yeah, 
another thing, y'all. It, I'm not really impressed by it because me and Ruth had this conversation many times. It feel like it's gonna feel like copy and paste. The campaign is what draw me in more than anything storytelling. Me, I just play it for zombies. <laughs> uh, I literally just play it for zombies. Hey, well, we been we just, this it's kind of, this podcast is based on honesty first. Yeah, I literally just play it for the zombies. I if it wasn't for my roommate in college, I would have never played Black Ops Three Story Mode. I would have never played it. The only reason why I played it because we were playing co-op. I would have never played Black Ops 3 Story Mode by myself. I'm just being honest with you. I do not play Black Ops for the Story Mode. I play it for zombies. That's it. Thanks. And then I heard the only reason why I'm intrigued by it because I heard somewhere, I read somewhere, that they was bringing back the older, the maps from the original Black Ops game. And those were beautiful. The truth, especially if they, especially if they remaster them, which I'm thinking they're gonna do because they have to do it because it's gonna be on a completely new game and a new platform. I think it'll be dope. You know, we messed up. It is just a troll on behalf of the COD market. Yeah, and they just did they did the last game and remastered the original Call of Duty Black Ops. That would be a massive troll, and I would feel bad for all Call of Duty fans. But that is why we have Battlefield. Yeah, they have to develop now. Because they don't, Battlefield gets all the money. Yeah. And plus, the destructive environments make for a way more fun game. Yeah. For any viewers out there who want to see, who want that smoke, I do play Battlefield. I am very good at it. Just to let you know, just to, just to have you be aware of how good I am, man. I am very, I'm very much an avid Battlefield player. I have played all the Battlefields. I am not an avid Battlefield player, but if you want to play, I'm on his team. And my trash talking is A1. <laughs> Even if you kill me, I'm still going to talk Noah. Ain't no wrong with that you at better, all. You better mute. If you don't want to get cussed out and be called every name in the book, which I know all of them are from Mississippi. I done heard every racial slur deal. Come with it. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to add on to this? Man, I ain't. Uh, I really don't feel like doing this. But I might as well, man. I ain't got nothing else, bro. Thank y'all. Right. <laughs> thank y'all to listen. Thank y'all for listening to episode two of the Might as Well podcast. I'm your boy Rooster. You can follow me on Snapchat at space dash Rooster. That's R O S T A Rooster. And where can they find you with Zoe? Man, follow me on Instagram. Zoe knows zeros for the O's. All right, that's it. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.